This is the Black and Blue Report presented by ABC Insurance. No appointment radio, wherever, whenever. Now, from Studio B or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. The Saints are back to work, so are we again here on the Black and Blue Report. Welcome in, everybody, and greetings again from West Virginia with John DeShazer. I'm Sean Kelly. We're glad that you're with us in our podcast today is always brought to you by abc insurance agencies abc insurance agencies a better choice for insurance half pads today john for the saints as they come back off the off day a little spirit to practice coach said a little sloppiness here and there too but all in all what was your takeaway from wednesday well the big thing is uh keenan lewis the cornerback returns to practice uh, keenan's probably going to start at left corner if he's healthy if not will be either P.J. Williams or Damian Swan, but Keenan's getting back on the field. We've seen him working, trying to get himself back into shape. Uh, he's been actually kind of shadowing the plays, kind of making sure he's got the right hip turn and the right foot movement. So, you know, he's been working on his fundamentals, but he finally got back out there in a limited capacity today. Good to see him out there. And Nick Fairley returned to practice, uh, the defensive tackle. He got back out there. So, you know, good to see those guys back on the field because they're going to be critical to whatever success the Saints have defensively. Yeah, no doubt. Um, any other takeaways from, say, the competitive periods that we saw today? You had predicted the other day that the offense may come back with a little chip on their shoulder uh, and uh, maybe try and stick it to the defense a little bit. Did you see that or no today? Well, I think I was wrong. Um, <laughs> really, I mean, now, and, and let's not, let's not, let's be fair. I mean, the, the offense obviously made some plays. Um, saw Brandon Cooks with a long catch, as he is wont to do in these practices. Saw R.J. Harris with some really nice plays. Uh, we saw a nice seam created for Tim Hightower, who dropped a couple of pounds from last year and looks like he's got a little bit of giddy-up. But, look, I know it's practice, and I, I, we always issue this caveat before we say this, but these guys look really good defensively. They keep getting their hands on balls. Von Bell got a pick today. Uh, Craig Robertson with a fantastic deep drop to break up a pass against Brandon Coleman. Uh, We've just seen them make play after play after play defensively. They've had some nice rushes. Uh, Davis, uh, excuse me, Tyler Davison looks like the truth at defensive tackle. Um, I don't know who can block him on this team besides Max Unger. He's got the proper leverage, and he just makes a nice push in that middle. I mean, it's hard to say that the defense – didn't win today and they certainly won the last period when the running was on the line they get these competitive periods going at the end of practice you know either some up downs or some extra conditioning and the defense has risen to the challenge I think almost every time John it's it's days like today it's conversations about this defense that make me want to almost guard a little bit against being too optimistic too early but man all it does is make me want to see the joint practices next week against New England and get into the preseason games maybe more this time around than, say, the last couple of camps. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, I think that's why, you know, I keep saying, you know, we want to issue this warning, you know, issue this caveat. You know, let's not get overboard, but you got to go by what your eyes show you, as the coaches always say. You know, you got to go by what you see. And against one of the better offenses in the NFL, against one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL, they, they keep making plays. They keep getting stops. They keep getting deflections and interceptions. And it's not all of that is against Drew Brees, obviously. Some of it is against Luke McCown, some against Garrett Grayson. Um, but they're playing well defensively. And, yeah, you really want to see how they match up and how they stack up against New England and how they stack up against the Texans because, you know, obviously that's the test when you're going against other 
com- compete other opponents, excuse me, in a really competitive setting because those guys in New England, they want to win jobs too. Those guys in Houston, they want to win jobs too. So it might be a, lot, a little bit different nuances as to covering these receivers than covering Julian Edelman for the Patriots or DeAndre Hopkins, you know, for the Texans. So, you know, you get into that competition aspect of it, and that's when you find out who's really up to the challenge. We're going to keep this defensive theme going today. As a matter of fact, our two guests are both on that side of the football, Michael Motti and Davis Tull. You got a thought or two about those guys before we take our break and hear from them? Well, Michael Motti is going to be a critical piece of the uh, special teams. We know him from the block against the Falcons last year, uh, playing backup linebacker right now. Uh, Certainly he can step in and start as he did toward the end of last season, but his value is on special teams. Davis Tull of the two is really the name to kind of keep in mind because he's battling for that rush right in position uh, opposite Cam Jordan on the left end. Uh, between he and Obum Guachim and Kasim Edibali, all of those guys are going to get snaps. Davis Tolles, a guy who got a ton of sacks at Chattanooga in college, uh, defensive player of the year in the conference, I think twice, and he's a guy who might be able to provide that edge rush that they're looking for. Can he set the edge against the run? we got to find that out too, and you'll find that out here in training camp and in, in those joint practices. But he's an intriguing guy because he piled up a bunch of sacks, and usually that translates. A guy knows how to get to the quarterback. All right, stay with me. How about a final thought in the last segment, if you don't mind? All right, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll start with Michael Motti, and then we'll wrap things up uh, as far as our conversations go with Davis Tull here on the Black and Blue Report. Auctioner believes the best way to predict the future is to invent it. Here, our doctors and staff are changing lives day after day. Every week, I'm operating on babies who are days old with hearts smaller than walnuts. We're giving these kids a life they wouldn't otherwise have, a chance to grow up. Sometimes cancer patients come who were told they were out of options. But Auctioner has the most clinical trials in the state. It's amazing to be able to give second chances. We're always a step ahead, even with simple things, like getting you in to see a doctor today versus a week from now, so what you have doesn't become something bigger. It makes a difference. Every day, Auctioner is creating a better future by looking forward and thinking differently to find life-changing solutions. That's healthcare with peace of mind. Appointments are available today. Call 866-AUCTIONER or visit auctioner.org. Don't want to miss out on any of the action? Get connected with your New Orleans Pelicans 24-7, 365. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for exclusive prizes and giveaways. Plus, get texts with all the latest breaking news right on your phone with Pelican Mobile Alerts. Visit pelicans.com for information on these great features. Plus, sign up for Pelicans Insider with weekly updates from the Pelicans. Join the conversation today. Hi, it's Mark Romig. When I'm not announcing touchdown Saints, I'm listening to the Black and Blue Report. A favorite son of Mandeville, Louisiana, joins us now on the Black and Blue Report. Can I, Michael Monty, Can I, can I ask you about the Skippers? Have you heard anything about what the Skippers may have this coming fall? Look, I was out there at spring ball watching them. They got a veteran defense. I've been, you know, I've been hung out with Coach LeCompte all summer. Um, you know, he's excited. They got some young guys offensively, line-wise, a little undersized, but they're going to, you know, Coach LeCombe always takes the most out of what talent he's got over there. I mean, they've been at semis, you know, the last semifinals the last couple of years, so they, 
you know, we'll, he'll, he'll, he'll figure out something. Maybe you'll see Joe Bolivas in the NFL with you alongside uh, as a fellow Mandeville skipper one of these days, the way he kicks the ball now. Yeah, that'd be nice, man. <laughs> that'd be nice. you got to get somebody else to represent the, the skippers, man, up here. Michael, I got to ask you, what's it like not to be the new guy in the linebacker room? It seems like you, you know you kind of jumped in with them late, and and now you know you seem like just one of the old guys around here. Yeah, well, that's honestly that's how I felt at the end of last year, which was <laughs> that's how much turnover we had, and and guys uh, getting banged up and stuff like that. You had almost had a new guy every week, but but uh, no, it's great now. Um, and as I look around the room, you're right. It's like it's me and me and Stefan and and then Ellerby, you know, but. Um, so that's how things, that's how quick things change in the NFL. But we, uh, you know, with some great new additions with with Laurinaitis, Stupar, and Craig, and and we really have a great group of veteran guys who know what they're doing, who you know they they've had experience playing in, in different spots. You know, we've all had experience, and and we all just want to get better and work together. And and it's been a positive work environment for all of us. And and we want to be, you know. To try and just help to you know be the core of this defense and and really just kind of move it in the right direction. Would you would you say that that position group is the most different or the most noticeable here in training camp so far? It's hard for me to say that because I'm in it and I yeah. kind of like am biased too. But I know how much <laughs> we biased. Yeah, I know how much we you know I know how much that group has improved from where we were uh, last year. Now I'm not saying that whether you know the the guys are better here, but you know with the scheme now that we have and and the you know the just the the simplicity of you know what da and and just the whole situation you know we um it's much improved for sure michael i think a lot of people are trying to get their arms around this it's simpler or it's our new scheme or whatever and i don't know if anybody's really been able to put a finger on it and describing it i mean help me understand what what would you say or what would you help a fan in saying this is why it's different or this is what is most important Look, we got one chief. You know, we listen to DA. He tells us what to do. You know, and and I think at times you got in a situation where, um, you know, I, there was a lot of chiefs. You know, and and so that's the best way I could put it. Okay. So now you got one guy telling us what to do. Hey, this is the way you want to play it. Just let's play it this way. And then that boom, let's do it. Yeah. So and then everybody's on the same page. And then we could we could go and we have an issue. We fix it. We move forward. And that's kind of how things have been going. And and um, it's it's just definitely more efficient that way. When I watch practice, as we did today, and the competitive team period at the end, you know, there's a spirit to it. I mean, something on the line or not, but it seems awfully early to me, and this is actually a good thing. It seems like the defense has already maybe a little swagger to it. Is that is that from building on good competitive team periods? Is it personnel? What would you say? Yeah, I think I think you hit the nail on the head there, and I think that comes with guys feeling confident in what they're doing and and, and demonstrated ability of, of doing it out here on the field and then and then stacking those days together um, but guys playing together and, and uh, I mean you see it you just feel it you know in the locker room um, the, the team kind of the defense especially coming together in our meetings um, it's just a it's a group that everyone's buying in and that's really what it's all about if you get guys that 11 guys you know 20 guys on the same page bought in that are going to go all out for you know each other and, and you know selfless guys um, that's really our you know the sky's the limit it's just really just how hard we want to work and how far we want to go with it, you know. Hey, the last thing I want to ask you about is special teams. Um, you've made a name for yourself in this league as being a, not only a, a very good linebacker but also a very good special teams player. This time of year, guys trying to make a roster may have to make their mark on special teams. With so many guys, you know, in, trying to rotate in and, and give somebody a look, what's important about special teams in the preseason? How can a guy in, in maybe only one or two chances make that impression? 
You got to make plays, man. You got you on the field. You got to find the ball. Um, you, when you you just got to stand out. I mean, find a way, whatever it is. You know, you don't got to make every play. You just got to make a couple plays a day and get, you know get the coaches' heads turning and and um, you know do whatever you can do when you get. To, it's all about getting opportunities. So you make it seem so simple. <laughs> not only not any simpler than it needs to be. You know what I mean? It's yeah, you find the ball and you know, make plays. That's all. That's what it's all about, right? Yep. Enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank yep. you. Take flight with your New Orleans Pelicans and have an amazing game night group experience that you can customize to meet your group's needs. Bring your family, friends, or coworkers, and we'll bring the fun. Make lasting memories while you sit back and enjoy the excitement of watching the world's best athletes and ask how you can be a part of the action on center court. For more information and to book your group night, call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com today. Gatorade, for athletes who move the game forward, we're creating the fuel to do the same. Innovating beyond hydration to create the future of sports fuel. Fueling today, fueling the future. We're talking Saints football on the Black and Blue Report. Seems like it's all defense today on the Black and Blue Report. We just had Michael Motti and now Davis Tall steps in here with it. Man, oh man, I've enjoyed watching you on your on the comeback trail here a little bit. Is that do you, do you cringe when I say comeback trail a little bit? Oh no, it, man, it, it feels good, you know, because I know I was out last year, so it kind of is a little bit of a comeback. And uh, but I will say it feels great to to be out there and, and and getting full reps, full speed. You know, I feel good and I'm excited about it. Davis, what's the story about the last year for you that'll probably stay with you longer than the rest? The story about last year? Yeah, just I mean the whole process of getting here and then not being able to do it and and getting yourself to this point what about that year was there a moment a story about it that like I said well maybe we'll stay with you longer than the other ones will yeah you know it was tough um just coming out coming out with a shoulder and then um you know getting hurt again early on when I came back you know but uh you know I think it was more it was tougher mentally probably than physically just being able to stay up and and to stay on top of rehab you have to really stay positive um but like I said, you know, that year's done, and, and, and I felt like I did the best I could to be able to come back, and now I'm out here full full go and, and ready to look forward to it. This is supposed to be fun. That's what they tell me, at least. Does a year like you just went through take away some of the fun? Well, last year it did. Yeah. But but at the same time, you know, the, those low points make the high points that much better. So this year I think I'm having a lot of fun. You know, uh, uh, it really shows you how much you miss football, not being able to play it and being able to come back out here. You know, I there's not a day where I don't come out here and 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 I'm thankful, you know, and take it for granted. So, um, you know, I'm really excited about this year and looking forward to playing again. Do you think, Davis, you're, you're, you're showing in camp here early some of the things of why you're here, period? I hope so. Um, you know, the, the the first couple of weeks we've we've really been harping on technique and, and working in the run game. And I think, uh, you know, all, th- all three of us open ends at Abali and Oboom have showed that, that we can hold up in that run game and our technique continues to get better the more we work on it. Um, you know, and now we're going to work in some third down, some pass rush stuff. So I'm excited about that and uh, to kind of put it all together and, um, you know, go up and play our first preseason game and, and go from there. Well, that's a battle going on at that position right now, isn't it? You know, yeah, it, it, it might look like that from the outside, but on the inside, you know, all, all three of us, we kind of feed off each other and, and help each other out, you know. So uh, at the end of the day, all three of us want to help out the team in any way possible, and, and that's what we're going to do. What would you say are the strengths right now of this pass rush that we're trying to see develop during this camp? You, well, you know, you got Cam Jordan on the left side who's consistent. Um, 
I think on the inside, we've got great de- defensive tackles this year. You know, you can see uh, Sheldon and, and Nick Fairley and, and Tyler Davison all getting up the field. And, you know, um, us, us open ends, you know, we can contribute to uh, some of the speed and everything. And then we're adding some power elements to our game. So I, th- I think it'll be a good year for us there. All these fans are always asking me, hey, can we get to the quarterback this year? Can we stop the run better this year? It's like they're <laughs> they're asking for everything, but you got to almost have everything these days, don't you? Yeah, you know, um, that's kind of where the game has evolved to. And in these offenses, uh, you know, they're not slowing down. So um, as, a, as a defense, we've got we to gotta, uh, pick it up and, and match that effort and intensity. And, and hopefully, you know, we actually go beyond it. So You guys are practicing against the same group day in, day out right now. So let me ask you this. When will you all as a group know that you are better uh, collectively against the run or in putting pressure on a quarterback? How do you, how do you start to find that out? You know, um, I, I think we're going to be better. I think um, from an effort standpoint, you can tell that we're trying, we're all trying really hard. And, uh, you know, I, I wasn't out there all the time last year. So um, for me to compare, I, you know, I probably shouldn't do that. But I can tell this year that, that um, we're all working really hard and we'll be good this year. Will preseason games tell us anything? Is that is that something you can hang on to? What we'll see over the, those four preseason games? Yeah, I, w- I would assume so. I mean, th- there's still games. You know, we're yeah. still going to go out there and, and and play as hard as we can. And you know, the rotation will obviously be a little bit different than it will be in a regular game. But um, you know, we're all going to be working our technique and, and and doing the same stuff. So nice visit. Appreciate it. All the best to you. Absolutely. Thank you. you Davis told with us. Stay with us. We'll be right back. When it's blazing this summer, don't sweat it. Hydrate naturally with Smoothie King's new summer hydration smoothies. Four refreshing flavors specifically blended to help you beat the heat and stay in the game. Made with coconut water, fresh frozen fruits, and vitamin C, they hydrate better than water and have less sodium and more potassium than leading sports drinks. Try all four hydration smoothie flavors. Watermelon, passion fruit peach, strawberry mango, and watermelon extreme. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Gatorade, for athletes who move the game forward, we're creating the fuel to do the same. Innovating beyond hydration to create the future of sports fuel. Fueling today, fueling the future. We call it No Appointment Radio. You're listening to the Black and Blue Report. I guess since we went all defense today, we probably better sprinkle in some offense in the next day or two. They'll get a little sore at us if we don't. Well, we're going to be keeping an eye on them, especially tomorrow because they're going to go back full pads. I think it's going to be fairly competitive because, look, the offense has lost a couple of these final period competitions, and they want to get back on the right track. Now, look, this offense, we know they're going to score points in the regular season. They're going to move the ball. There's no issue with whether or not they're going to be able to do what they usually do during the regular season. But here in training camp, this defense has been giving them a lot more problems than they did last year. And I'm sure, you know, Drew Brees being the competitor he is, he doesn't like losing anything. So I can't imagine he's having a good time with these extra conditioning. Now, he can do the extra conditioning. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. He's in fantastic shape. But it's the concept and of losing, of not winning. I'm sure that's eating away at him. And the rest of those guys on offense, if you're a competitor, you don't want to lose to anybody, much less your brothers on the opposite side of the football who can rub it in your nose all the rest of the night. So these guys, I think they're going to be a little bit more competitive tomorrow. 
Speaking of offense, uh, John just got done writing a piece on Zach Streif on NewOrleansSaints.com. What else is coming down the pipe, my friend? I'm going to have a little something on Keenan Lewis coming back and probably in the near future on Senio Kelamente, who looks like he's locked up that left guard position. That offensive line obviously going to be critical. Uh, Jari Evans gone, and Andrews Pete looks like he's going to be at right guard, but right now he's at left tackle because Teron Armstead's out. So, you know, it's been a little bit of a shuffle, and it's good to have all those guys with some versatility because Kelamente also shuffles over and plays a little left tackle in practice too just in case. But left guard looks like where he's going to be anchored in for this season. Thank you, sir. We'll do it again tomorrow. Yes, we will. We'll knock it out. John DeShazer, Sean Kelly saying thank you very much for listening today on the Black and Blue Report presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. We'll be with you again right here from Training Camp 2016 presented by Verizon. Back on the Black and Blue Report podcast tomorrow. Have a great rest of your Wednesday, everybody. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report presented by ABC Insurance. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at noon central or at your convenience exclusively online at pelicans.com and neworleansaints.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.